Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of Zane Australia. And with me at the table here tonight to argue about all the issues plaguing our imaginary nations are uh, Sebastian, uh, the President of the United States of Sub America. Although I consider myself more the people's champion of the United States of Sub America. Maybe that should be your title. I'm really thinking about it now. The yeah. people's champion. How many champion. times are you going to change your title? Whatever the people dictate, man. And by people, you mean you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody's asking for you to change your title. I, I really like that you're the people's champion. That's, the title. That's great, isn't it? I need to write that down. And across from me. I am El Presidente Jefe Grande Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia. All right, and if you are joining us for the first time, we'll give you a little bit of rundown on what we're doing. We each have a nation on nationstates.net where we try to create a utopia in each of our own individual ways. And that entails us getting together and releasing an episode once a week in which we yell at each other on the internet. Some of us are closer to utopia than, than the others. This is true. Yeah. yeah, it's true. But you guys are catching up and that's fine. We respect your choices. To Australia <laughs> is a nation of education and compassion and community involvement. We strive towards the future by cooperating with each other. We're a nation of of choices and smiles in whatever order you want it to be, buddy. That sounds disgustingly vague. Andropolia is is a free market paradise. Uh, On the way to being. On, on, On the way to being. Um, and certainly has strong anarchic ideals at its core. All right. So, who has an issue that we want to yell about for a bit? I have a bit of a pressing issue. All right. Uh, pressing only in the sense that crime is such an awful problem <laughs> <laughs> in Andropolia. How is crime in South America? I will I'll pull up the stat. Continue, Andrew. I'll crime. interrupt you at the best time possible. I only ask because in Australia, crime is unknown. Crime is moderate in Andropolia, which I think is a significant problem. I'll find out. A disturbing new fad has arisen on social media and clickbait sites featuring linking videos of people suffering violence at the hands of criminals. Muggings, murders and gang violence are all trending like crazy and the nation's youthful populace seems to be addicted to online schadenfreude. Well, schadenfreude in general is... (coughs) Pretty appealing in my <laughs> Who doesn't love, uh, love a good foul video? I, know I certainly <laughs> spend many an hour. 
Oh, just watching those dads get hit in the nuts with baseball bats over and over again. Oh, it is satisfying in a way that few things, <laughs> few things can match. Repost this to show you care, posts popular blogger Oprah Belcher, grinning inappropriately while watching a video of a rather savage beating. Hey, there's nothing wrong with showing the world the way it is, especially if it increases the hits on my website. How am I supposed to persuade advertisers to sponsor me unless I have the freedom to publish the most shocking content? I sympathise. I have yeah. to say that she makes a damn good point. Free press is free press. Free press is free press. And it's like she's making the crime, I guess, right? No, that's true. They are but glorifying it though. And that's the flip side. As soon as, well, you saw it, uh, there, was a, there was a fad maybe 10, 15 years ago called Hobo Fights. Oh, yeah. Was that genuine? It was genuine. Like people would go up and give hobos or say, I have a $100 note, fight, and the winner gets it. Wow. And they would film it and post it. Pretty disgusting though, yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's kind of making it a a product, making violence a Mm. product does kind of encourage it in a free market. Sorry, what were you doing, crime stat? It's moderate. Crime is a moderate problem. Oh, do you guys have a numerical number to associate to your crime? I do. But I, oh, it just says crime is unknown. Oh, I don't know. I was. I would have a crime stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a crime stat, uh, mine's at four point five, and it started off when we started the campaign at eight point two nine. Mine's been constantly declining, so I don't know. So uh, crime has has halved since since I've since taken your, over. your, your yeah. nation's birth, what fourteen names ago? Yeah, right. <laughs> So just uh, yeah, grab them later. I'm just curious what we're all sitting at because yeah, like, I'll have, I'll yeah. Have a... There's a moral sickness to this nation. Proclaims frocked pastor Zoo Grimes, seen smiling as he flagellates a penitent fellow clergyman with a rubber whip. We can only remedy this by proper schooling, with proper, <laughs> properly funded religious authority imprinting a sense of right and wrong from an early age. When we have young people who are more interested in acting. Right, rather than watching wrong, Andropolia will be a better place. I admire his conviction. Hmm. That's all I admire. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah. heart's in the right place. Well, his no. heart. Yeah. <laughs> Not his mind. Um, yeah. He's saying, I've got the right, the right way to... Indoctrination is the way to... <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. And... Uh, Religion in Andropolia, not so much has been abolished, but uh, an, an age of consent yes. was implemented yeah. um, as far as religion is concerned. So that's just, you know, getting religious ideas in through the back door. Yes. Yeah. As a lot of them seem to like to do. Well, of course, like the, you see with the plebiscite in Australia. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not technically about religion, but everyone it's so trying, to, is. trying oh. to get their religion in there. That's exactly right. Gah. I can't even tell what's real and what isn't anymore, moans your social media handler Carter Myers while fighting a losing battle against pop-up and clickbait sites. What have happened to the good old days of internet journalism, back when we weren't littered with ads and when ads themselves weren't disguised as news? The sort of practice ought to be banned. The internet needs to return to, return to a place of intellectual discussion and education, not this cesspool of clickbait, gross-out violence and trolling. So, does she want to legislate that? Yes, I think she wants to control the internet 
to to ban anything that isn't seen as wholesome and intellectual. I agree with her sentiments, but I don't think that's a plausible approach. No. Without imposing like severe controls on no, and free speech. And censorship is yeah. an awful way to go. Is there any more options? Or There's those? one more. Okay. There's Ooh, one let's more. Let's hope. So r- recapping so far, number one is to not do anything about it. Number yeah, one's because, winning for me so far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Has to. yeah. That's just if that's if that's um the content that, that people want and advertisers want. Mm. I mean I mean just getting back to the to the hobo fights, um yeah Seb said that's disgusting and I and I completely agree. I wouldn't I I I didn't think they were legitimate at all. It's not something I would watch. I can't imagine any advertiser wanting to to get on yeah. board with that. Well, honestly, like it was back in the day when advertising on the internet wasn't exactly like it was now. Yeah. Where it was more PewDiePie like PewDiePie wasn't making KKK jokes and stuff. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. It is so it was more like advertisers wouldn't know what they were being shown up against. Like right. it would just be on a video sharing site or whatever, uh, a popular site and advertisers would just be in the bar or in the top. I see, of course. Yeah. Whereas today that's a completely different yes. different story. Yes. And you would have much more control. Yeah, and anybody who would want to be associated with something. Um, but obviously, like, she does it for a reason. Clickbait is a clickbait for a reason. Like, clicks no, make money. And that's exactly right. You, um, you know, if, you, if, you're, if your populace <laughs> yeah. is interested in that, in that sort of stuff, in watching people genuinely get mugged and hurt... Um, but there are also there is also encouraging a fad if it turns away from look at this funny video that I accidentally captured to like it's look a, at this funny video that I accidentally orchestrated. It's encouraging a fad in a way that isn't. Can you encourage something that that is already a sentiment? Um, I mean, there's well, a, tacit approval. I didn't. I didn't mean to say encourage. No, 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 no. But, but but if it's already something that that people are wanting to mm. to see, it's already it's already a desire that um, that some people have. Uh, is any kind of legislation really going to change their their minds on what they already think no. is right or wrong? Okay. I don't believe devil's so. advocate here as yeah. well. These crimes are being committed, and now through a entertaining way, you're having hundreds of thousands of citizens view these crimes and view these faces, this actually could help with the apprehension of the people that were doing the crimes because now they're being seen by everyone as opposed uh, to not being seen. These, these, what, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good point. Also, I don't know whether this will take that into account, granted, but like literally you have all... Like, there was a, if, there was, if there was a mugging at our local store, even this week, we might have heard about it on the news. We probably didn't. What are the chances of us seeing the face of the person? We have, and, and, could we see a cop and be like, isn't that him? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah very good. I did have another point. It was, it was that ah, oh, if you have a crime problem, I don't think commodifying it is going to go towards helping it. It might actually hurt a little bit. No, and but but the commodifying is is happening naturally. Yes, absolutely. It that's is. the point. And if that's and if that's the way that the people want to go, well, that's um, like saying if crime's the way that people want to go, then well, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, crime happens. But crime isn't something that people agree on. It just happens for a lot of uh, a lot and, of other reasons. Uh, yeah. So my my you can't point you is can't that, agree to be a victim of a crime because then it ceases to be a crime. Yeah, absolutely. But 
you could have people encouraging people to commit crimes or being fe- fe- feeling encouraged to commit crimes to get on one of these. Well, wouldn't that actually be... They a- remain crimes, though. And also, yes. wouldn't the fact that there's so many more crimes being recorded be a reason to not commit these crimes? Because Why, if, if someone wants fit, Okay, so you've, you've got a kid. He's, say, 16 years old, flunked out of high school. <coughs> he loves these websites. He wants his 15 minutes of fame. He goes out, beats up an old lady. Right. Yeah. Like, that. that's a conceivable course of action. But then I can the see how somebody would think that they would make them famous. Yes. Yeah. But then yeah. the alternative, yeah. you've got your 28-year-old man who's considering committing a crime and then realises, ooh, but if I get seen on camera, this crime that I'm about to commit could literally be seen by half my city. Yeah. yeah. That's a problem for me. Like, it could be a deterrent as Was much as a... another... With another option. Uh, sorry, there is a fourth option. Yes, oh, <laughs> let's move on with this one. Social media made this problem. Let oh, social God. let social media fix it. Suggest two reasonable seeming taxi driver Chuck Tesla, who considers himself an expert on how Andropolia is running is, is run after driving. <laughs> who considers him as himself an expert on how Andropolia is run after driving around several politicians. All right. Tell the big companies behind these sites that they have to police their own sites and enforce better standards or face penalties, financial penalties. They've got huge profit margins and they pay barely any tax, so let them shoulder the cost of the problems they've created. Zane Australia would pick that one. (laughs) Just, it's not a perfect solution. And it is leaning towards government censorship, but it's private censorship, though. No, no, no. The government's basically going to fine these social media things if they air inappropriate. Oh, content. I yeah, thought it was yeah, just yeah, like no, it's no, no, their no. call. Are they going to fine them? Are they? No, no, no. Um, tell the companies behind these sites that they have to police their own yeah. uh, sites and enforce better standards, or face financial penalties. Oh, yeah. it's hard. No, I go number one still. Then I think, I think that one because. That is a way to – well, we're dealing with it right now actually with the release of information from Facebook about the social media presence purchased by Russian government to interfere with the US election. Right. Uh, I think by putting the onus on social media to limit misinformation or at least information that can be proven to be untrue, with provisos, of course, like – they can't look at every single thing that goes on on their entire site. Like yeah. that's not what the site's built for. But I think that's more the way to lean rather than just let everything run rampant because then we just end up with 4chan. And well, <laughs> yeah, and while 4chan doesn't ex- exist, um, it's uh, as far as uh, as far as the popularity of uh, of its site compared to the likes of. Facebook and and in other words, even Nine Gag, I, I would imagine, is more popular mm. than than Four Chan. Um, the fact that those sites do exist does not mean that they are going to be popular. No, and that's very does not true. mean they're going to be trafficked. But I think in the in the way that in Zane Australia, at least, I would hold traditional media to a certain standard. I think there is an argument to be made to hold social media to a similar. Well, not a similar, but a comparable 
set of standards. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's why Zane Australia would pick that one. Recognising it's not, not a perfect option, but I think <laughs> it's of the four, it's the most appealing. Whereas I go one, zero censorship, people will watch it or they won't watch it. Yeah, and I, and I, 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 I think it is a free speech uh, issue um, and that it will, Yeah, I believe it will police itself without coercion. So I think number one um, of well, just not interfering at all I in guess how it happens. The only thing that would step in my way, I'm still going to go number one, is if a citizen of Sub-America filed a complaint about being included in a video where they were being mugged, that is the case where it would come down under the you do what you want as long as it causes no one harm. If someone is not okay with their image being used in such a way, then I would have that part removed. What if someone dies? And their family makes the request and that's the issue then. Yeah. But, yeah, that's if. So it's... But then it's the internet. Nothing dies on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> but at least we can take away the source, and that's the blindest part. I know, I know, I it's, mean, it's a losing that, that, battle, but yeah, that's kind of a thing. As soon as you allow yeah. something on the internet, you're not going to get rid yeah. of it, and that's fine. No, don't. you don't get rid of it, and that freedom comes at a price. I'd rather they asked permission, um, forgiveness than permission. <laughs> hmm. Crime. <laughs> Is on the rise. <laughs> yeah. As online youths compete to vlog the most shocking scenes of violence. Honestly, I don't want to say I told you so. We have a nation. In reality, though, people would not want their crimes to be broadcast on TV. This would be an actual oh, deterrent. No, absolutely not. Who I, wants to be caught by the police? I, I can. I remember times when I'm in high school where this sort of one upmanship. Not necessarily committing crimes or hurting people, but that it definitely existed within the guys in my high school. And the guys in my oh, high yeah. school too. But then they left high school. They grew up even just a little bit and they don't want to go to jail for 10 years. Okay, yeah. but that's these, these people are existing in the time when that exists. And there will always be people existing in that part, time of their life. So obviously you this is true. are competing. And that's, that's, that's just it's what like it is. the penis game, but up church. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully these rebellious youths <laughs> get it out of their system and become decent Upstanding adults. citizens, yep. Later in, on. Just in time for the following rebellious youths <laughs> to fill their place. Youth rebelliousness <laughs> up 67%. Yeah, um, charmlessness is also up 51%. It is a pretty dark day. <laughs> <laughs> that charmless crime rating. crime is up eight percent. You made the right call though. You did. Freedom matters. So I think so too. Did did your civil liberties rise? Uh, civil rights marginally civil by, rights. by 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 half a percent. Oh. Um, the infotech in, in, industry is up six percent. Oh. Um, that's one of our largest industries as well. So that's going to um, impact on the economy a little bit. There isn't really an, an economic. Um, input all the economic uh, factors are around half yeah. percent up. Um, safety, of course, seven uh, percent down. Tourism took a hit as well, five percent down because everyone can see on TV <laughs> all the dangers. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, I mean, Andropolia is just in my head starting to resemble Eastern Europe about 10 years ago. It's yeah, it's yeah. going and, and 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 it seems to be going backwards in time yeah. as well in that sense. It's, it's very it's much turning into everywhere. <laughs> very much youths. very much turning into an early 90s Russia. 
Compassion down 9% and niceness, unfortunately, down 29%. She. It's Florida, I believe, that they can. The, the, they have to, like. Oh, what is it? You know how, like, all these crazy news stories always come out of Florida? Like, there's some law there. Police that, records are made public to yeah. the press. Is the crime rate there higher, though, is what I'd like to know. Yes, you, it is. It is. But also, they have a greater concentration of lower economic. Oh, okay, so you can't really yeah. see exactly where it's coming from, yeah. the publicity or the... Okay. Okay. Mm. Anything else horrible? Nothing else horrible. That's, you, as, that's as awful as it got. Can you find me how many Stalins you have now? I'm just curious. I mean, what... Do I would say I do have a number for my crime stat. Your crime is, or your authoritarian stats? Oh, no. You were talking about crime before, weren't you? Oh, I was, sorry. Uh, so 2.67. Okay, that's, well, that's... Just, yeah, mine's 4.5, so yeah. I started the game at um, 15.75 crimes per hour. So to be fair, you did start almost double what I started at. Because yes. I started at 8.6. Yes, yes. I started at 2.81, so I started quite low. Okay. Uh-huh. That um, has had a low of 13.25 crimes per hour. So it didn't drop very far when it yeah. did. And it's back up now at just above 14.5 crimes okay. per hour. So I'm coming for you, Zane. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've dropped all, like, I, I two, think three, sorry, three I'm happy with my two point, my two point six. We will be a crime-free nation even if we have to have no Dogs crime. Dogs to do it? No, it's like there's no crimes in the crime book. Like, <laughs> if um, we just have to abolish crime, crime as a concept. Yeah. Um, am I good to go next? Or sure, no, sure? by all means. Well, I've got to, I actually have an urgent issue. Lives are at stake. Uh, I have tourists on death row. Ugh. Oh, dear. What did they do? A group of holidaymakers from Seb America have been arrested while visiting the scenic yet corrupt and totalitarian nation of Maxtopia on charges of drug trafficking, an offence which carries a maximum sentence of the death penalty. The story has provoked outrage from citizens. Many believe in the government should intervene. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. To bring the tourists back home. So, okay. They, my, my, my choice here right now, before I even read is, mm, they've definitely made their own bed. Mm-hmm. They made their choice. Yes. So let's see what the choices are though. <laughs> um, firstly, everyone knows what barbarians as Maxtopians are, says Amanda Boothrode, parent to one of the arrestees. They've not even allowed my son and his friends access to lawyers. That government is as corrupt as they are cruel. My boy would never have anything to do with drugs. You need to do something to save them. I'm begging you. I'm sure the Maxtopian officials will back down if you threaten trade sanctions or something, right? Well, that's a big move for a couple of kids. But this does raise an actual point from what I read and what she said. Maxtopia does seem to be not a very on the up and up sort of a nation. So they, are, they there... are sold as the villain. Yeah. So, but even before she spoke, like, yeah, the yeah. traditional villain. Yeah. So to be a little bit less cutthroat on this, I'm going to take their allegations with a bit of a grain of salt there. Okay. Like just have them back in my okay. head. 
maybe they're not guilty. I think they probably are, but maybe they're not. Well, let, let's let's say so. Someone who has particularly strict laws is Singapore. I was say Indonesia, but yeah, Singapore's yeah. good too. Okay, well let, let's just, let's just think of that sort of. So they're not necessarily telling the whole truth, but they have a and Singapore's yeah. a secretive court kind of nation with a, a long history of corruption, but also a huge history of bureaucracy. Yeah. So it's also like. It depends on what what side of the fence they're pegging that one from. <laughs> what are the other options? Uh, number two, you've got to see it from the other side, argues Dick Harrell, a customs official. While it's unfortunate that the sentence is so stiff, they really shouldn't have been smuggling drugs. I'm sure we wouldn't be happy if Maxtopians came over here with banned goods. Asterisk, there are none. Um, <laughs> I just can't sympathize. They were greedy. They broke the law. They got caught. What makes them so special that they should be bailed out? At the taxpayer's expense, I might add. Let them be. It'll show we respect the judicial rights of other countries. So, so that's your original. That's my, yeah. yeah. Uh, number three. I agree, chimes Catherine O'Bannon, an anti-drug campaigner, waving a banner around retreats. Don't be a fool. Drugs aren't cool. <laughs> Did you ever stop to think that our foreign neighbors might have the right idea? A zero-tolerance attitude to the drug issue is what this country needs. Ooh. Death to the dealers. Get out of my office. <laughs> oh, God, I have... Two more to go. Goodness me. Uh, number four. You people are so quick to lay the finger of blame, says Orson Usman, an ambassador at Seb Americans, Seb America's embassy in Maxtopia. My motto has always been, if you want something, give something away. It's the government's duty to protect its citizens from harm. We don't want to cause too much international friction by making a mockery of their laws, so we've got to sell things more diplomatically. They scratch our backs now, we'll scratch theirs later. If if I was looking at bailing my people out, it would be that kind of way rather than trade really sanctions. Some sort of government double dealing? Mm. As opposed to trade sanctions for three lives. Like that's Trade sanctions is a huge step for little payoff. That's Whereas if, if the same situation occurred on our soil, we'd be more likely to send people back. Like, Well, it really depends on how much you trust Maxtopia here. If you are, well, they're moving first. If you are more leaning towards the fact that they're not guilty and Max Topia is holding them against you in hopes of getting some favour from you, then trade sanctions, maybe. So if it was, say, North Korea. So if yep. you, you have no idea if they're guilty or not, but you just kind of want your people back, it's, trade sanctions would be what people would do. So it's really yeah. up to like how much you trust Maxtopia or like the Maxtopian. I think the next the number five, I think, is going your way thing. That's what they want. Leverage Hollers Varna Cobblepot, your Minister of Defense, storming into your office. Advances in our markets, political favors, they'll do anything to undermine us. They've always hated us, those rats. If you ask me, this brouhaha isn't about drugs. It's a spit in our eye. That's what it is. What kind of people execute kids for having a few ounces on them? We ought to give them a good bombing. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Then they'll know how a proper country behaves. Mm. Okay. Mm. This really comes down to, do I believe the charges or not? Because if I believe the charges, I'm leaving them there. If I don't believe the charges, I will... In theory, I should try and get them back, but I don't think I have any right here to make a call or demand anything of another government. So your ideal extends also to other governments. 
it's it's not their place to ask me to do something as much as it's my, not my place to ask them to do something. As in, like a forced action. Like I'm happy to ask for got any got any sugar, Maxtopia? I'm making a cake and I ran out of sugar. That's fine. But if demanding the something situation of them, no. were reversed, yep. And you, some people from Maxtopia had come over here, committed whatever crime is great enough to you for you to keep them there if you don't have the death penalty, which we we, we don't. But yeah, uh, what? So Maxtopia would just have to ask you, can we have them back, please? And you would give them without I'm gonna, any I'm thought say to... Yes, but there's obviously exceptions. Like if we caught Maxtopian spies here. Extradition yeah. um, is not, it's not a terribly complicated issue, but generally there is the um, uh, sort of proviso that uh, any extradited criminal will be tried in their All home the courts, but the sentencing will be will also take into account the laws of mm. the nation in which they committed the mm. crime. Yeah, which I mean, this is a different, difficult one for me in the sense that we wouldn't have these drug laws here because if you want to take something, you live with the consequence. Like that's the whole thing about how America functions. So that's why I kind of feel bad. Like if these kids did bring drugs. It's because they were raised that way here. <laughs> but also, are they are you suggesting that they're not educated enough to know that they're illegal where they're going? It's In which possible. case, it's a very sharp lesson, but one yeah. that is completely yeah. uh, I, on them. I don't think that we have any right to make demands of how a country operates on its own, uh, how a government operates on its own soil. As much as I would like them back, they can off they, they have the opportunity themselves to be like, here are some citizens of yours. They have committed a crime. Will you handle it on your soil or are we handling here? They can always make that call if they wish to not spend their own money punishing these citizens from another country. They can always send them back and we can deal with them ourselves. Maybe they just want to make a statement. And maybe that's fine, but we're not listening. And well, you're not listening. The people of said America might be. So you're going to leave them there? I'm going to leave them there. Good choice. Uh, I'm just going to find out which option that was because I've now forgotten my numbers. It was number one, wasn't it? Number two? Uh, It was number two. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, it's unfortunate. It's so stiff. They really shouldn't have been smuggling drugs. Yeah. So number two. Sorry, dudes. No, that's, they they made their own bed. You are absolutely right. The government has little issues with allowing its citizens to languish in foreign jails. Workplace participation. Maybe they're jumps. languishing. They could be. Languishing. They could be dead if they're in jail. It's fine. <laughs> um, handrails should not be optional. Coroner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tourism industry discounts benefit locals. Uh, kitchen fur not as soft as previously believed. Great. It's terrible news. <laughs> this is surprising. Agriculture up sixty three percent. All the all the drugs that you're. Yeah, yeah. All the exports. Furniture restorations fifteen percent. Basket weaving thirteen percent. Trout fishing, another 13. Beverage sales went up 11. Trust me, it's an economic boom. I think <laughs> what it is is that you're focusing on... Internal issues? On, on Sebmerica rather than international relations. So Crime did go up 1.8%. I guess because I'm being less hard. Oh, no, I'm being more hard. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um <laughs> As for my downs, taxation went down 4.7. Niceness went down 2. Defence force and law enforcement, public health care and transport and welfare and education and business subsidization 
all down two. So it's it's spread nicely. As in like it's evenly, it's not really anywhere high. I like the taxation went down four point four percent though. That's great. And agriculture's how. up. Up yeah, dramatically. Big winner. Like sixty three percent up. You had dropped quite low, I remember, because of the mining focus. Ah. Maybe. I'm gonna I'll go check my stat on that just to get some idea, but all in all that was pretty damn positive. Well, shall Even I, I can't explain it. Bring my issue to the table. Please do. This is an issue that strikes at the very heart of what Zane Australia is about, and I don't think that either of you are going to agree with my my uh, ruling on this one. I disagree uh, already. It is called "Is Our Children Learning?" <laughs> when a relatively minor official in my government vowed to increase the standard of education in Zane Australia, the press came knocking on my door to ask how this might actually be done. It's all a question of money, says a veteran teacher, Oprah Shongwei. If we really care about education, we'll make it our number one priority – double the education budget, halve the teacher-student ratio, and make sure every teacher has a master's degree in education. After all, the children are our future. I'm going to go that one. At the moment, it's not offensive because we are twirling forever towards the future and the children, as you said, (laughs) are our future. As much as I'd like to have more money... It's really a question of the faculty belonging to one of the most powerful unions in the whole of Zane Australia that stops this school from being great, says Principal Winston Bell. I can't discover which teachers are good and reward them for their excellent work, nor fire the useless ones. Destroying teachers' unions is perhaps the most important thing we could do. I think that would be the end. Holy here, here. Mm. That certainly has my, my uh, backing. It doesn't offend Zane Australia's sensibilities because uh, I think it's obsc- obscuring data. If you, you need to know if someone's doing their job. Hmm. Number three. Hmm. I think specialization is the way to go, says my defense minister, standing arm in arm with a bishop of <laughs> A major religion and Zane Australia's top CEO. Mm. This is going to be great. Mm. Specialization lets each focus on what they're truly good at. And I'm sure that religious institutions and the military and private companies would fork out a bit to train up the next generation. So we could save on taxes too. Mm. Out of interest... Out of smashing the union slash giving <laughs> religious budgets, yeah. institutions, the military and private companies, role of the run of the schools, <laughs> which would Andropolia choose? Smash the unions, definitely. I mean, ideally, education is not something that the government should be doing anyway. Right. Uh, it should be. It should be completely privatized. But of those options, yeah, I wouldn't implement a new, a new department, new structure. And, and a new division, yeah. a new structure. No, I would just try and cut out the old one as much as possible. Well, this next option oh, might be just for you. 
as we've proven in the past, the free market can manage this far better than the public sector. This person is onto it. Says market analyst, your most hated occupation, (laughs) Calvin Grossman. Now, I'm not saying that the state shouldn't help people go to school. Far from it. Still, schools need greater freedom to maximize learnedness, to set their own tuition, salaries, curricula, etc. Give private schools a small government subsidy and let the free market take its course. That seems to be a contradictory sentence. Very much so. So what if a few poor kids drop out earlier? You can't make omelettes without breaking a few eggs. Hmm. Love the metaphor, but they're kids. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you're giving... (coughs) Government subsidies to private schools. We do that now in Australia. So that, yeah, yeah, we we do um, in Australia so that they can set their own tuition fees, salaries and curricula. So mm, I don't see any ups to that particular option. Not really. No. No. a close second is smashing the unions. Which, yeah, um, reduces a lot of the red tape yeah. uh, around there and doesn't increase your budget. In, in Honestly, it should decrease it. I'm going to take from uh, Australian politician Peter Costello. Yes. Invest in education. I think that's what Zane Australia is about. It's right there in our mission statement. Is that number um, one, was it? That's number one. Good choice. No, I agree. Uh, which is double the budget, halve the teacher-student ratio, so it's really bringing education to the forefront of, say, Australian priorities, Yep, which is what we're about. Um, I do think the teacher unions in this case are counterproductive to education. So if I didn't have the option of number one, I think option number two would be it. Uh, so let's go option number one. That's a shame that you're just throwing more money at it. That's, uh, well, we've got the money to do it. Uh, <laughs> students, <laughs> students cut up leftover frugals, my union, unit of money, during arts and crafts. Yeah. Hospitals, four colon, where to find them? <laughs> you, you can't, you didn't do the eminent domain thing. Life more exciting, shorter survey says. Tax on children's lemonade stands, overzealous parents' mm. protests. Mm. Zane Australia cleverly exploits natural resources. Ah, oh, wonderful. Okay, With so human capital. I've got a few a few significant ups, just Good. three. And I've got five significant downs. So public education, of course, up twenty one point five. Scientific advancement up 10.7. Intelligence up 6.7. Taxation, pacifism, tourism, government size, secularism and human development index all up less than 1%. Big downs. Law enforcement down 100%. My goodness. Mm. Uh, Defence force down 15%. Eco-friendliness down 6.6. Public transport down 5.5. Business subsidization down four point seven. So, did you fund the 
expansion of um, uh, teacher teacher student ratios by completely getting rid of law enforcement? Is that, is that I how I'm reading that? I have no idea. Uh, crime is down three percent. That's very interesting. But you, um, your law enforcement is down one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So on the smaller downs, I have crime down, welfare down, weather down. Charmlessness down, but that's all one one ish percent. Right, along with religiousness, uh, average income, sector manufacturing, and agriculture. So, well, apart from the law enforcement figure, which is bizarre, yeah, yeah, everything else is very positive. Well, let me just check my law enforcement here. I am currently sitting at wow, a negative. Three point one six on the Orwell orderliness index. You're disorderly. What's a what's a negative result on that on that scale? I I don't know. World <laughs> census interns were famed for minor crimes in order to measure the response times, effectiveness and amount of firepower deployed by the law enforcement agencies of different nations. Yeah. So basically my police are crap. Right. Yeah. But that's fine because crime is almost zero because it's down 3%. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's had pretty predictable outcomes. It's, not... it's, it's, it's gone the way you had hoped. Yeah. Uh, my education's up and that's mostly about it. Very good. Yeah, so... Good. I can't say I agree. No, with your I decision. Know. But this is always something that we were going going to uh, <laughs> see differently about. All right. Well, that's all three. Yes, we're done. All right. Well, if you want to complain about what I just did, <laughs> uh, feel free to tweet us at World Order Pod on Twitter or on Facebook.com forward slash a new World Order Podcast. Or if you want to write an essay, a new world order podcast at gmail.com is the best place to send that so that I can read it and ignore it. I won't oh. I won't read it and ignore it. I'll definitely reply to any email. I probably won't type an essay. I'll just go, okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, but I'll forward it to the other guys and we'll read it on, on, on the podcast probably. Very good. Um, if you haven't already, patreon.com forward slash a new world order, that is where you can find all our super secret special extra episodes that we don't post on this feed. So there are currently three extra episodes. One in five will be uploaded there. And, yeah, so as little as $1 a month, you can get those, as well as uh, I think a ringtone of our uh, opening song. Mm, it's worth so, it. So, yeah, and, and a lot of fun other stuff. So follow us on social media. Yell at us if you want to. And uh, as always, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I'm the people's champion, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And I am El Presidente, Jefe Grande, Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia, carte blanche, sans plume. Thank you very much again, gentlemen. See you next time.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.